Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good Show! Welcome to the Biz for Good Show! We are still in 2019 currently, but soon not to be. I'm not going to say what the date is, but we're saying it's 2019 and Ryan's pretending to be my voice. I don't, no. You're both doing it? I'm so confused. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. You you wouldn't know it's been a while, but it's been a while for us to be on the show because we send out an episode every week. But we got ahead, so we've been taking a break for the last three weeks or something. We've been on biz for vacation. Biz for vacation. <laughs> biz for no, there's no other way to say I that. I, I don't <laughs> know. Vacation. I don't know. It's been a long time for me since I've been here. So and we have Chrisella in the house because we we are oh, gonna yeah. we got. Yes, we, <laughs> get all the applause. Oh, you do both of them together. It makes it actually pretty good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's very good. You're yeah. really getting the hang of those sound effects, right? You know, I only have twelve, so or twenty. Well, anyway, I got, only have twelve. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Oh, oh tell us about the episode. <laughs> sure. Tell us about the show today. My prompter you, you is have... my phone, so. Oh, this is so good. We're so trying something new. So interesting. Hey, this is kind of fun. I like yeah, this. Yeah, Today, well, yeah, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Biz for Good show. I'm a little rusty, but I'm here. And uh, the episode is, what is, what is Biz for Good? Tis. What is? Tip Tom Tillichu, <laughs> what is Biz for it's Good? Like, it's Christmas, so. A lot of people ask us that question. We have the podcast Biz for Good Show. Check it out. What is Biz for Good? good. What is that? What is that? What I is always that? say Biz for Good Show, and they go, Biz for what? what? Who's he? What? what? <laughs> I love the grid track. The, the Jim Carrey Grinch. I'm of course. A big fan. I've watched that a couple times this year already. Already? Absolutely. I love it. Who's he? What? He? What? He? What? He? You're totally scared of me right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> not either. I'm not scared of you, Grinch. You're goofy. You're funny. Oh, sorry. I'm off on a... He's what off are on we a tangent doing? already. What are we, yeah, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's, your, it's your turn. It's my turn. Oh, that's hole. right. Ladies and gentlemen... Gentle mom. Gentle moms. We're in England now. Gentle moms. <laughs> Ladies and gentle moms. The Bits for Good Show is a fun and powerful podcast experience, sharing stories of hope, passion, and the true secret to success. The connections we make by loving, yes, that's loving and being good. There is so much bad noise in the world. It is time to rise against the noise and flood it with the good. The Biz for Good Show is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Whatever. <laughs> oh, Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitterites, all of those places. Bloody hell, yes. <laughs> don't throw the cabbage, dang it. Whatever you do, don't throw no 
no stinking cabbage. Yeah, inside joke, people. Sorry. <laughs> we have no clue what this, sh- how to do, the- where we're going from here, do we? No. Okay, everybody, let's get crazy. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. You said it with me? Yeah. I thought I had an echo. It was a gorgeous chorus. Wow, Try it again. Crazy. Wow, that's. We should go out on the road. <laughs> we only around, do I've one song, one word. We only do one song, one word. But hey, people, it's a beautiful na- day in the neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> uh, me, me and my wife went and saw the movie uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, Have you guys heard it? of it? Yeah, I wanted it? to see it. You know, I thought it was going to be a documentary about oh. uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Mm. Or like kind of really no, getting it's, into it's fic- the fictionalized <laughs> version. No, right? no, oh, it's actually a guy wrote an article about Mr. Rogers in 1998, and he was kind of a mess. This 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 journalist, and he goes to Mr. Rogers to interview him, and he's going to kind of like tear him up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Dude, no way, this guy is." Because he's exactly yeah. like he is. He's he's Mr. Rogers. He's just that way, and it, it's actually pretty cool how he. He keeps wanting to follow him and stuff and, and, and talk to Mr. Rogers because he just doesn't. And he's like, dude, it's Mr. Rogers is using it. a puppet on him and talking to him with a puppet. He's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You are not. You can't be like this. And he realizes he really is he like that. Is, it changes yeah. his life. And he writes the article. And it's, it gets all this big acclaim for the article. Anyway, so cool. the movie's actually pretty cool. Is this the one with Tom Hanks? Yes, Did as you, Mr. Rogers. Tom Hanks found out after he filmed that he was actually related to Mr. Rogers. Really? Yeah, it goes like way back, but they're actually related. Interesting. Yeah, he, he did. A, he did a good job. I have a hard time when somebody's really famous being somebody else because yeah, it's hard. Same. You know, I see Breaks Private Ryan and, and, and yeah. everybody else and Big and all that and yeah. I'm trying to see Mr. Rogers. But it was pretty good. We had Chris Holyfield on the show a long time ago. Yes, we did. And you, we found out he sounds like Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And I oh, announced right. in that episode that they are making that show. With, uh, oh, with you, you announced that back then <clears throat> about Mr. Rogers. Yep. And Tom Hanks was going to be him. Right. I think I remember that. Yep. So this, I called that it was like the hundred. That was like a almost a hundred episodes. Ago. It was like, a, yeah. I've got I'm a whole the, Mr. Rogers continuity going yeah, through this podcast. Yeah. Tom Hanks. I still like listening to Chris. I do think he sounds like Tom Hanks. I love his voice. Yeah. I need to go so a beard. Soothing. You need to grow a beard? Maybe I'll talk like him. That would be weird if you had a beard. <laughs> I'm growing hair, apparently. That would be weird if you had a beard. That sounds funny. That would be weird, weird. if you had, had a beard. A beard. <laughs> hey, we got a new repertoire to our song. <laughs> that would be that, that would be, be weird, weird if you, you had, had a beard. beard. Your song has three lines now. There you go. <laughs> we should just keep writing this down. Crazy. It would be weird if you, you had, had a beard. beard. Well, we got to write that down. Okay. Crayley. He's actually writing it down. Wow. <laughs> Would be, be weird. If we get another one, good line, we're going to write it down, down, too. It would be weird. What is it? If you had a beard. <laughs> if you had a beard. I like that. That's, that's the start of a great song. <laughs> 
Should I write that? That's the start of it. No, that's not good. Okay, where are we going? Don't be. <laughs> so we should probably just go straight sure, to you yeah. until it gets, until it. Until we figure out where we're going otherwise. Yeah. yeah the, so so we, you guys have heard Chris Ella before. We we do the biz for bad segments. We, we've we decided to, to know add, her better. We need to get to know. Oh, you want to actually interview Chrisella really quick but mm-hmm. before we That'd go be to. Yeah, yeah let's sure. do that. Uh, okay, um, so let's do that first, then, and then yeah. I'll talk about what it's gonna, what we're gonna yeah, talk yeah. about. <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, talk about that. It's your idea. Go ahead. Ryan. Oh yeah. So um, where did you grow up? I grew up in Utah. Um, grew up in Utah, Sandy, not too far from where we are now. Grew up here. Went to the U of U for school. Um, out of school, I got hired uh, to be to work at a foreign policy magazine in D.C., where I did that for. So you went a straight while. from Utah and thrown into the wolves. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, within a couple of months, I was managing editor of the magazine. So awesome! It was a small magazine, like focused on a niche market, but uh, so there was a lot of room for growth and opportunity and. Um, also, I work insane hours, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chrisella is a go-getter. She doesn't <laughs> slow down. One, yeah. How was that? What What was your favorite part about DC and doing that oh, stuff? Man. Um, I loved learning, and so it was this process where I was just always learning new shit. Like, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that on the show. <laughs> I think that might be our first S word on the show. (laughs) Normally, I'm she said ship. I did. I was always learning about new ships. ships. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My mom used to work in the Pentagon, and she would always say that she had clearance and she knew how many ships there were Mm -hmm. in the ocean. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. See, I'm already channeling a little bit of DC because um, (laughs) there actually was, I think, a study done where journalists in DC swear more than any other profession. Something like that, I think. That's a yeah. So there you go. I'm already back to channeling DC. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was so much fun because in DC, there's always stuff happening. Um, There's always. Um, events you can go to where they're doing like presentations with experts and you get to hear from all these cool people. Um, I got to interview ambassadors and go to different parties at embassies around town and just to kind of see what all that was like. It was a lot of fun. Um, But after a while, I also got homesick because um, I was engaged to um, my now husband at the time. He was here, and we had oh, to decide. Really? Yeah, it was, yeah. He, I made him. In, I made him propose to me before we, I went back oh, there. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I had to. De- we had to decide. It's like, okay, what are we gonna do? And we decided I was gonna come back to Utah because I could work remotely. And he, uh, the job market was better here in Utah for him because he's a software developer. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, how? So how long? How long before you were married? Um. Oh gosh, when I came back from DC, um, it was just a few months because we'd already been sort of planning things and mm-hmm. we knew it was coming up. So mm-hmm. I was coming back every now and then to start doing planning stuff uh, and fun. Yeah. And how long has that been? We got married in 2012, so seven years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Seven years. Oh, my We've... wife would like to not remember our seven <laughs> year. I was oh. a jerk ass. Oh. Wow. We got. <laughs> Dang. Oh, yeah. I was a jerk. But jerk. It's my turn. It's my turn. <laughs> Dang, we're on a roll <laughs> <Jeez>. today. <laughs> uh, uh, seven years. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And we'd been together for 
a few years before that. So we're probably been together about 10 years now. Oh, so. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So since you come, so you came back. Yeah, I came back. And, and then what? So I worked here for a little while remotely for the magazine. And I was going back to D.C. every other month or so traveling around. And after a while, I got this harebrained idea that I was going to start a magazine. <laughs> and so I started. Entrepreneur spirit. Yep. Um, it's it's infectious, you know. You, you, you got it. You got it. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. You have to just live with it. Yeah, you just have to <laughs> yeah deal with it. Um, so I got this idea. I wanted to start a tech magazine that was t- uh, talking about tech for social good stuff. Because um, there's a lot of that out there in the world, um, especially when you look at kind of the 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 space where the technology world and the foreign policy world interact. Lots of stuff going on in tech for good stuff. Um, and so uh, I started working on that, started getting it going, left uh, left the foreign policy magazine, launched my own magazine. And that was in 2015, I believe, when I launched that. Worked on that for a little while. Um, this Earlier this year, actually, I decided that I wasn't really happy working on that anymore. And so I've put it on hiatus for right now. And now I am working in marketing, which I'm very happy with right now. So. Yeah. She's a marketing guru. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> marketing expert. Yeah. For sure. Um, but you, yeah, you, so you've I'm, seen a few things throughout your yeah, time I mean, of doing all that. Yeah, some, marketing wise. Marketing wise, well, I mean, in the in the journalism world, I've seen a few things too, like some really good things, like some really good things that are out in the world, and also like some really ugly and awful things. That's, you know, that's the problem yeah. with the PR and the. I mean, with the. Yeah news it, it it blood cells or whatever they say and it's sad yeah, because if it bleeds it leaves yeah, yeah yeah and that's you know yeah there's good people in the world and i want to hear about that i'm not now, interested I'm, in the blood and i i wish more people were like that because i i found one of the reasons i was unhappy with the magazine is it's really if you're not independently wealthy right now in this media environment it's really really hard to start up an independent media organization mm-hmm. and i just it didn't seem like there was a big market out there for people wanting to pay for this sort of news Really unfortunate. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of sad. But now I do podcasts, and so we got two I can or talk three listeners. We keep doing this for good. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care if everybody wants to hear the bad stuff. We're gonna still talk about the good stuff. Yeah, it's and we'll talk about a, a little bad podcast. stuff. It's a movement. It's a movement. That's right. There it goes. It just moved. Let's get. Crazy. Oh, I was off pitch. Sorry, yeah, you man. were. Sorry, I, I, I wasn't ready. Crazy. <laughs> well, I wanted our listeners to get to know. Get to know yeah. Chrisella. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So now you may So, So we got to ask you, what's sure. your most embarrassing moment then? Oh, my gosh. That's... <laughs> gotcha. Ooh. No, I'm sure Ooh. I have them. Um... <laughs> Oh, man. We'll give you a couple seconds to think yeah, about it. Yeah, because I have some good ones, and yeah. I'm just trying to remember them. <laughs> yeah. That's always putting somebody on the spot there is always good. Just think about it. You know, that one that you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Well, okay, so I'll tell you one. I don't know if it came across as embarrassing to anybody else, but I was just like, 
So um, shortly after I started the um, at the Foreign Policy Magazine, I was invited to speak on a panel for the State Department because they were what what the State Department will do is they have these exchange programs where they'll bring in professionals from other parts of the world and they'll have you meet with people in their industry here in the U.S. and we talk and exchange ideas. And I was on a panel and I got up there and I was just like, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was just sitting there and I was like, I I really don't feel like I have much to contribute to this. I really didn't say much on the panel. I felt like I was just very quiet the whole time. And I left and I was like, that that was that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, yeah, there's and, only millions of people listening and I don't know. Well, now I over prepare for every time I go on stage. So now you yeah. learned something there. Yeah. At least you learned. Yeah. It reminds me of the first time I was on the radio. Same thing. It, luckily it wasn't live. Mm, that's good. And they asked me the first question. Literally. They they went through the whole welcome to the show. Well, they didn't do like I do, but they did their thing, right? <laughs> kind of the same thing. Yeah. And I just they asked me the first question and I literally just went um I, I, I could not I could not say anything. Oh, it was no. hilarious because the dude goes, okay, it's all good. We aren't doing this live, so we're going to do it again. Then when they did it again, they went super light on the questions, and they interrupted a lot and made sure that I didn't go into It was horrible. Oh, uh, yeah. We all have so those. Rough. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. I've I mean, never, never had any problems. You were always just straight in. He's on top of it. Never. Every time. Always. Every just time. don't ask me about the hokey pokey. You turned yourself around. <laughs> that was good, Bob. You get one of these. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, let's get into the meat of the program. Here's what... We just had dessert first, is, is what happened. Uh, so we do the biz for bad. We've done the biz for bad ep, uh, uh, segments uh, with Chrisella, and she does some painstaking journalism, gets down deep into the weeds of the info, and she has done it again. But, but we have realized that some of this stuff is a gray area. Mm -hmm, for sure. It's, it's, is it biz for bad? Is it biz for good? We're not sure. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. So we'll let you yeah, do perfect. the premise. Yeah. So, um, and my brain just like turned off. Here it like, is. Oh, there, there it was. Yep, it's <laughs> Shut down. Yeah. Three, two, one. Warning. Will Robinson. <laughs> warning. <laughs> Oh, I love the sound Oh, my effects. gosh. We, we, yeah. We, who would not want to? This is so much fun. Who would not want to do a podcast? Right. People, everybody on the planet should have a podcast. It's just fun, people. Seriously. Fun. So much fun. Um, yeah. So in my, what I was looking up this time for, like, is it biz for good? That sort of question. Uh, American Express in September launched a campaign called Back Our Oceans. And they're working with a nonprofit. Sounds pretty. Sounds yeah, nice. Back you know, our oceans. They're, sounds good. They need Back help. Yeah. I like so that. It's with a nonprofit called Parley. And the whole idea around it is, you know, they're going to try and help get some of this disposed plastic, this plastic waste that's out in the ocean, um, pull it out, reuse it, turn it into something good. 
And as part of it, they relaunched, you know, American Express has that green card that they've had forever. They relaunched the green card program, and now it's going to be made out of uh, reclaimed plastic. So this plastic that you've, like, pulled out of the ocean. So far, so good. This all sounds like good stuff. Yeah. No, there's some really good stuff with this program. They've made a commitment to eliminate single-use plastic from their headquarters. So if you go into, like, the cafeteria, there's not, like, the plastic stirring straws with the coffee anymore, Mm. that sort of thing. Um, I do love those. (laughs) What if they were wood? With hot chocolate, they're great to slurp up. The wooden wooden sticks. The wooden sticks? They probably release. Anyway. I use spoons, so, you know. (laughs) Spoon. Spoon hookah. Who who knew? Who thought of that? (laughs) Um, So also with this program, they have started, uh, well, they will start in 2020. If you have an American Express card and it's expired or something like that, you can send it back in and they'll recycle it and take off the data from the chip and all that sort of stuff. So it can be like all safely recycled. Hmm. It's pretty cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Do they send a self-addressed stamped envelope? I have no idea. (laughs) So we can just put it in and go, or do we have to do the postage? Uh, We'll find out. We're going to dig deep into that. Yeah, Yeah, We're (laughs) going to find out, too, you need postage. (laughs) (laughs) This cover story by Bobby Glenn James. Where is this? (laughs) Sir, can you talk a little bit about the visa thing? (laughs) Tell me about the postage. Yeah. Have you you guys figured it out? Yeah. Yeah. So the part where I started wondering, like, okay, is this actually biz for good is, um, well, first of all, it's not all cards are using this reclaimed plastic yet. So I'm not sure. Right. So I'm not sure if it's something where they're trying to ramp up their production line where they're just starting with this one is going to be made of reclaimed plastic and then all of them will. Or is it just a marketing thing? Or is it just a marketing thing? Mm. Right. That's what I wonder there. You know, Actually, sign up for this card. It's made of reclaimed plastic. Isn't that special? You know, yes. that sort of thing. Um, We're doing our part. Yeah. Wink, wink. With like one card <laughs> out of our entire line of uh, cards. Okay. Yeah. Still, I mean, okay. I mean, I can see ramp up. Still, yeah. I'm okay with it. I still think it's good. Yeah. The other part of it that I question is, um, it, I mean, this sounds good on the surface. They said that they will, they'll make a commitment to remove one million pounds of plastic pollution from the ocean. Wow. That sounds amazing. That's one but, million pounds. Uh-oh. But, here it is. The big butt. It seems like they are tying that to some sort of public marketing campaign where they're saying that it will be based on social media comments. So for like every comment that they get on an Instagram post, they'll commit to remove two pounds of this plastic. Okay. This is where we get into some gray area. Yeah. This is the gray area that I was like, hmm. Would, hmm. I'm going to play. I want to play on that. Okay. Play on that, peeps. Play. So if I'm spreading stuff on social media, then I'm growing, man. I'm I'm being more aware out there, man. I am making more of my presence known. Oh, so you could True. say mm-hmm. that it it's a plan to get the word out of what they're doing. True. If you comment on something that is more likely to make you know make that post or that idea Go reach more. more people, yeah. What, what, so so if you look yeah. at it, oh, so I see where you're going with this, yeah. Ryan. Now, oh, okay. So. Yeah, but but is that really what they were thinking, or is it a marketing? Pl- I mean, let, let let's think about this. It's a big company, big company, and, big. and who's American Express? Uh, I don't know. It's this little financial company. Funny, you know, uh, something know. about a warrior on the front end, or <laughs> yeah, 
Gary Seinfeld. Seinfeld used to sell that card. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Didn't he do co- commercials yes, for he it? Did. Yeah. Oh, I what's had in no your idea. wallet? What's in your wallet? Oh, that's, Cap- that's Capital oh, One. That's, oh, no, no, we're no, gonna no. get yeah. sued all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all. Uh, I remember seeing something about commercials and and how much people remember, and it it's was like people remember. Like the 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 stuff mm-hmm. and everything, but they don't remember what it's the a brand. Yeah, what it's for. Yeah, like, Mikey likes it. Does everybody remember that cereal? Mm-hmm. I do remember that though. That's Life cereal, isn't it? Wasn't it Life? I have no idea. Yeah, it was Life. Mikey like he'll eat anything. Okay. They've revamped that uh, ad. They have a new Mikey. It's a girl. Are, are you too young for that? Grisella? I think I'm too young for that. <laughs> it's a yeah. girl. It's a girl now. It's Mikey's a girl. Oh, Mikey's a girl now. Very yep. good. Okay. She'll eat anything. She'll eat anything. He likes it. She likes it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway I, I kind of was playing on, you know, maybe that Devil's was advocate a, of the good. Of the bad. Oh, that's uh, a good point. Yeah, that is yeah. a good point. Um, what do you think, Ursula? Uh, I like Ryan's point, but the reason I brought it up today is I... For me, I'm just like, why not just do the thing? <laughs> there's the, why does it have to always be the, a marketing stunt, you know? Why I'm the marketing person. The like, just do the charity, you know, <clears throat> just do the thing. When it's super transparent, it's going to be worth more. Mm-hmm. When it's super, there's no questioning the reasoning behind it. It's going to have more impact marketing wise. Don't you think? I agree. Yeah. When just you When you're it. pure good, when you're doing the good for good's sake, Marketing fault. Don't don't you guys? I mean, this is the whole point of our show, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's authenticity. You know, if you're doing it because you know it's a marketing cam or a marketing thing, you know, you're doing it to you know boost your marketing return or something like that. People see through that. You know, I, I think people my age, I'm a millennial, are very <laughs> skeptical of marketing right now, and so they look at these sorts of programs. Are like, this is just marketing. Like, are you actually doing good in the world? Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're just authentic about it, you do the thing and then you maybe talk about it afterward and be like, by the way, this is what we're doing to, you know, better the oceans. And here's a page about that. You don't have to take action. You don't have to do anything. We already do it. We're just doing it because we want to do it. I feel like that's more authentic. Is there a brand that you follow that? That just does it. A lot of local companies, um, you know, it, and I find a lot of small businesses are a lot better about this they, they are, than bigger huh? businesses. Yeah, when it gets so yeah. big, they just I, when I see that that con- I see a, a a big boardroom full of a bunch of executives going, "Dude, I got a good idea. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do this? We're gonna clean up the oceans." And you just see a bunch of saps will believe that <laughs> they'll believe it. Yeah, it's sad because that's my my thought process is that's what I'm seeing in my head when I hear that. Right? Yeah. That it's same. we got a great idea that the Stupid people in the world will totally think we're really caring about stuff, and and that you might not be the yeah. way it is. Maybe, yeah. But I, I, I can't help but I it always feel think that it's way. like they're sitting there. Like, they're like, you know what these young kids want these days? They like their social media. They like their Instagrams, and they like they and they like the turtles in the ocean. So we're gonna clean up with the plastic, <laughs> and then we're gonna do the social medias. And I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. That, that's and, what it And it may like. not be it. They may legitimately. Well, if they did then they should do exactly what you said or maybe it's just or maybe it's just like this corporate mindset where they're just like we have to do like we have to have these deliverables and this is how we make this initiative fit in these deliverables and so maybe there it's it comes from a place where people really really want to do this and genuinely care about it but they have like these corporate 
you know, goals or whatever that they have, have to, to make hit, it fit. And they have to make it fit into these boxes in order to do it. Mm. And and are we just jaded by being tried? <laughs> hey, I know we, I've been jaded. manipulated yeah. so much or or tried to be manipulated so much in the social media world that are are we just are we having a hard time seeing through the crap? I mean, it, it's just like it's, the media. Yeah. I mean, there's so much bad that we having a hard time realizing that there's more good people in the world than there are bad. There just is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think is that's it, really true. Is, I think a lot. I, I mean, I'm certainly jaded. I'm totally going to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very jaded person. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of a natural train of thought that if you're going to clean up something with plastic and you wanted to get the word out that would in our day and age social media social is like media attached to it regardless mm-hmm. i love it that you're a positive human being ryan that you're ryan you're, you're such a good person that, <laughs> me and Chrisella are both yeah. these jaded you're jaded people sad people. Yeah. i hate to tell Cynical. you but everybody's trying to get your dollar bill sure <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of true yeah, yeah. it does my, feel like a lot of marketing is a, is like <clears> that it's like we just want your dollar bill you know it does yeah instead of marketing just be like here's what we do we think it's cool and what we do is really good for for people yeah or really good for animals or really good for the world or really you know it really is it's not mm-hmm. bull crap it really is good for you on a side note, because because this has just made me think of this. I just got finished reading a book called 438 Days. Have you guys heard of this? No. So this guy in 2012, him and another dude was on a little fishing boat. And I'm talking like a big canoe. Oh, it was wow. a fishing boat in Mexico. Mm. And they went off and a storm came and their motor busted. Long story short... The one guy dies about 150 days in. Mm. The first guy lives 438 days and washes up on an island 6,000 miles away from from wow. from uh, Mexico. Did he have to, That's terrifying. Did he have to eat the dude? No, he did not eat the dude. Okay, good. He did, it, it is an There's amazing story. But, but what I find really interesting and why I'm bringing this up now, they lived – because of all the junk in the, in the ocean, oceans? Oh my they God. would picking up bottles, plastic bottles and stuff, and putting water from rain in it. Oh, they wow. would have not, because they lost everything when the when the boat was the storm came. All that was in the boat was this big freezer that they were using to put the put the fish, fish in, and he turned it upside down to keep him from the sun. Oh, the, yeah. He lived 150 days, but the boy, the younger boy, he would he he was. He kept saying, we're going to die out here. We're going to die out here. We're going to die out here. And, and the other guy was like, you know what? No, we're going to have a great story to tell. When, when, when they find us, it's going to be amazing. But the kid, he would quit eating. And the dude, oh he would catch birds on on the boat. He would he would sit there. And then when the bird, because the, they're out in the middle of the ocean, the birds get tired. And they're like, oh, cool, a place to sit. And he would grab them, break a wing, and put it in the, in the bottom of, of the boat and keep it alive until he's ready to eat it. He would have like 15 or so birds in the boat (laughs) just chirping and running around. Dude, the story is unbelievable. You're like, are you kidding? This guy had the most positive attitude, the most – he was the most ingenious – he would catch sharks with his bare hand. Dude, the book is unbelievably amazing. But I only bring that up because they survived by grabbing plastic stuff. Oh, the really, na- there's this nasty part <laughs> where 
He's getting closer to the island. He doesn't know, but he's finding these bottles full of this, these soury bean things. He didn't know what they were, but it was, you know, he was eating it because it felt like nourishment. But when he gets to the island, he finds out that that was their spittoons for this this stuff that they chewed on that was sour. And he was eating it like a delicacy when he would find it in the ocean. I think think you just lost Casilla. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. Yeah. He said he started choking up when he realized that that's what he had been enjoying so much when he found it. Anyway, unamazed. Amazing book, uh, just we should so have him out. on the show. Oh yeah. yeah, he only speaks Spanish. Hola, cómo está bien? Yeah, uh, but anyway. So what I'm taking from this is that when the apocalypse comes, Ryan is going to outlive us. <laughs> oh, because he's nice. got the positive attitude. And I have a little bit more fluff. He's got the positive. You have the positive. Yeah, you'll keep going. I'll keep going. We're gonna yeah. die out here. Yeah. Uh, and the book was so he. he I like it. The boy, he kept trying to get the boy to eat and be positive, and the boy just kind of kept, he, he just finally kinda just kind of gave up and quit oh, eating. Gosh. And he's like, you know, and then when he died, so he didn't eat him. <laughs> Thank he you. did not eat him. Yeah, my question is what happened with the body? He, yeah. he, dun, kept dun, dun, him, he kept him on the boat for like seven days. Oh, wow. And just talked to him and had a relation and asked him about heaven and how is heaven and that I know you feel you're you're at peace now and all it it was a very moving it's heartbreaking just it's so mm. moving and then finally he realized I I so he just he just pushed him over the boat and, mm. and when he pushed him over the boat he was so exhausted that he actually fell back and hit his head and was knocked out. He he didn't even know what happened to the body. Oh wow! And he says I, I didn't want to know anyway because there was so many sharks. I did not realize how much was going on. One one day a a a, 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 a giant whale shark came up and hung out with him for like seven days, That's and so he cool. like had a, a relationship with it and would pet it, and it helped him catch fish under its mouth. Oh wow, dude! It was so crazy. That book is so Animals crazy. Animals are fascinating. Oh, it's so anyway. Wow, what an amazing book! Don't know how I got to that, other than the plastic. The, the plastic. Thankfully, yeah. there is a, a, a because of the junk, which I had. I mean, he was in six thousand miles of ocean, still getting plastic bottles and oh, stuff. Yeah. That's well, just weird to me. The amount of plastic that's in the ocean could uh, could form a large continent. Wow. I didn't, yeah. I had no idea that it it's, was that much. It, there's a lot. Wow. And a lot of it, like, so we, we think of it as a lot of it being um, stuff that people are, like, tossing overboard on a ship or something like that, it, which is not necessarily true. Some of it is plastic stuff that falls off of the ship when we ship our recycling to, like, from the U.S. to China or something like that. But mm. a lot of it is just discarded fishing uh, stuff like fishing oh, yeah. nets or he something. He said they caught all. Yeah, he got hooks and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff from crap that was floating around. Yeah, so anyway. it's not just straws. It's a lot of fishing stuff yeah. out there. It's not just coffee straws. <laughs> yeah. the little bitty coffee straws. Interesting. Wow, where are we going from here now? <laughs> well, um, it's open for debate, right? Well, what's biz for good? Like that we can apply in our own businesses. You know, what can we learn from this? I, I think we, we've just said it. We've mm-hmm. talked about it. We've said it. Guys, just be real. Mm-hmm. 
We, we say this a million times, but it's true. Just be real with the good that you're doing. Yeah. Don't use it as a gimmick. Don't use it as a marketing tool. Right. Even though it is. That's if you look at it as not a marketing tool, but it will grow your business. What do you think? What do you think, Ryan? You're you're I don't know if you're dancing or shaking your head no. I'm it not really sure. is a gray area for me. Because yeah. we, we really need to market to address our we need to address these issues. Mm-hmm. People that don't have shoes or whatever, and we find a, a solution for that, but then at the same time we're getting marketing out of it. Mm-hmm. It is this double conundrum that I think yeah. we all face as business owners. And I do think a lot of small businesses have this problem where they don't talk about their businesses enough. They don't talk about their businesses on social media. The story or, of yeah, their business. They just don't they, – they, they build something. They get so caught up in actually doing the business that they don't talk about their business enough. So I don't want to say, like, don't talk about the good that you're doing because you don't want to be inauthentic. But maybe just think of a way to kind of show what you're doing – and actually do talk about that without it without expecting to get money from it from customers or something. Yeah. You know, like we say, customers know when, when you're full of crap. When you know. But your wife had a good story today. Yes, she did. Yes, and she did. I think I think, you know, Chick fil A gets a lot of flack on certain things right now. But um, you, sh- you should probably tell the story because you just said Chick Fil A and Chick Fil A. Like, Where would he go? Why would he go there? Chick Fil A. What 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 happened with? Chick-fil-A? I don't know. Um, do you oh, know the story. Yeah, than I, me? I, yeah. She told me the story. So let's let um, Priscilla tell the story. <laughs> so she was on her way to get lunch um, from her office campus, and she lost her credit card on the way to the cafeteria. Did not realize. Got to the cafeteria. It's a Friday afternoon, and it's closed because they close early on Friday. Which is, ooh, Ryan almost killed the mixer. (laughs) 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 Um, Anyway, so it's closed. She decides she's going to go pick up something from Chick-fil-A. And so she gets in line. She goes to order. She gets up to pay, and she realizes she does not have her credit card with her. Because she's lost it. Yeah, she lost it on her office campus. And she doesn't have cash because her kids took her cash. <laughs> That's such a mom thing. <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, and so she gets up to the window and she's like, I am so sorry. I can't order. I can't pay. I lost my stuff. And they, the Chick-fil-A worker comes back and says, don't worry about it. We got you today. And so she got her lunch uh, for free. And as a cherry on top, she found her debit card later on, too. So <laughs> On the ground yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah, she just lost she it on the ground. She walked her path and found it on yeah. the ground. Craziness. Yeah. You know, that is – now, that had to be a mindset that's set for that to that restaurant, right? I mean right. – And people talk about the mindset at, at Chick-fil-A and that, that you're – that's kind of – it's it's a Very part of how they're service. taught. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're taught that the customer actually is first, and you actually should care about the customer. And th- that's a that's a that's a management thing. That doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't come yeah. on a. That has to be a culture that's set that way. Right. So. Because if you have employees who come in with that mindset, but you as the manager don't back that up, it's just going to go away. Yeah, it, yeah. W- it won't stay. It yeah. had the culture of the company mm-hmm. has to be set in a in a customer centric, being good and doing good for the customer. Yeah. If you can do that and set that culture, you've got something magical. And so maybe that's something to take back for the biz for good stuff too. Is you know, are you more concerned about? the experience that the customer is having? Are you more concerned about the good that you're doing or are you more concerned about the 
the money that you're getting back from your action? Like, are you assigning like a Look dollar bill to every action you take? Or are you just doing something because you think it is good for the person that you're interacting with? That's a good takeaway. That is a good takeaway. And, and, and you know what? No matter how many marketing things are out there, that's never going to go away as being effective. Right. Never. Yeah. At the end of the day, that is the best marketing strategy. It is. I'm pretty yeah. sure your wife will go back to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. She likes that place, though. <laughs> she, she eats there often. That's funny. <laughs> We're getting paid a lot of money right now, throwing out all those. All these corporate names. Yeah, yeah, these- yeah. We're going to hit them up later. That's how you get your people ask you, how do you get sponsors on podcasts? You just start talking about the people. And then you go tell them that you talked about them. Hey, tell them you owe them, they yeah. owe you money. <laughs> <laughs> it works every time. No. <laughs> do not do this. Do not do that. That's biz for bad. In the biz for bad segment, we talked about you. It was funny. <laughs> yes, people. Okay, this, this has been super fun. I'm glad. Yeah, you know, you podcasting is just fun. It's yeah. fun. It's cool. It's cool to hang around and and talk about stuff that matters to us. Right. That's what I love about the whole podcasting world. Is there's so many people out there now? Instead of just seeing media and stuff, we see so many people that care about yeah. stuff. Stop. There's so many passionate people, and there is. podcasting is, you know, it, I love it. I do, too. Yeah. There's these mediums that are pretty passionate about it, too. Mediums. <laughs> He's back on oh, the mediums. He's trying to do a little bit of a, yeah, maybe, let's talk, we're going to talk about that later, but I think we need to wrap up. We're wrapping up right. the show. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I'll, I'll take it. it. It's crazy. So crazy. Okay. <laughs> so you have a little bit more of your song now. <laughs> what was the one part? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's something about your beard. Would be <laughs> weird <laughs> if you had, had a, a beard. beard. It would be, be weird if you had, had a beard. beard. Don't be feared. Don't be feared. <laughs> Another line. I like it. <laughs> Don't. Be Just be cheered. Feared <laughs> by the man. Just be cheered. Just be cheered on. <laughs> you guys are out here busting out lines. <laughs> Should I add the on? I, cheered on. Just be cheered. You're, see, I get I get where you're going with that. Yeah. I'm going to put a maybe on the on. <laughs> <laughs> You got any more? You got any? You want to add some some lyrics? Bust a move. I know. Just I be cheered, Casella. <laughs> no. She's she's cynical about that. We'll oh, I'm just bad at like writing things on the spot. I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're we're good at bad writing at the spot. <laughs> we're good at doing bad writing on the spot. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is in deep thought, man. He's he got, is, yeah. There's some lyrics mm. in me wanting to come out. Next episode, we're going to sing the whole song. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying to write a song for my new little son coming, so. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. How's that going? 27 I know, I know weeks it's really today, hard for you. It's a little tough for your wife, but yeah, we're it's probably it. hard for you. <laughs> It's really tough. My back's killing me. <laughs> From getting stuff for her? Oh, uh, uh, no. Oh, you, you've got that. What do they call it? The, the, the sympathy pain. Yeah, sympathy pain. Sympathy pain. Oh, dude, I had that all the time. Yeah. 
I was always sick. Oh, man. With my wife is pissed. Why are you sick? I'm the one puking. <laughs> you should be fine. What is your problem? <laughs> she was oh. not a nice pregnant person. I'm doing the, <laughs> the honeydew list is making my back hurt. My wife says all the time, man, I was crazy when I was pregnant. <laughs> she knows it. That's funny. You know it, too. She says, you know it at the time, but you don't care. <laughs> We're going to keep going on the show if we don't Yeah, you guys could absolutely just go forever. (laughs) I'm waiting for you, Bobby. (laughs) Ryan, take us out. There we go. There we go. Thanks for being on another episode of the Biz for Good show. Thanks, Priscilla, Bobby, and myself, Ryan Pilkington. Ryan Pilkington. Did you even say it at the beginning? He did not. I didn't? No. No. I didn't say us. Uh I didn't say I'm Bobby and Jason. Just Ryan Pilkington. (laughs) Did I? Nope. Wow, you know that everybody noticed. We, we're sad. Hey, that's what happens when you're three weeks out. Yeah, we get rusty. Rusty. Yeah. So we'll we have him on the show, show next. With a, huh? We'll have him on the show next. Rusty. Rusty. Yeah. Okay. Rusty. This is Rusty. Now, how I, you doing I had a good here? friend. Hey, I had a good friend named Rusty Wilson in college. I'm Rusty and Wilson. I cannot find the dude. I've I'm looked right on here, social dang. media all over the place. Yo, Rusty Wilson, if you're still out there and you know, remember me, Bobby James, say hello on social media. Rusty Wilson. If anybody knows, he knows Rusty who he Williams. is because we did some crazy stuff User. together. <laughs> I fell out of his truck once. It was oh, wow. crazy. He oh thought gosh. he killed me. He came out from behind. <laughs> he had turned a corner. Is long. Is is a short story. <clears throat> I lived, but uh, <laughs> that's good. I'll never forget it. I'm, I'm laying on the ground, and he's running back there. Dude, are you dead? Are you dead? I'm like, no, man, I'm not dead, but I'm hurting a little bit. Oh my gosh! I lived. Then we went to uh, IHOP and had about three pots of coffee. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You fell off a truck, and then no, you went. I to fell IHOP. out of a truck, and then you went to IHOP. IHOP. Yeah. Think of no, no. Okay. Yeah, it was IHOP. Yeah, it was IHOP. Yeah, think about it. Why? I hop. Oh, (laughs) dang. I got to get these dad jokes down. It was pretty funny. We laughed all the whole time. (laughs) It was like three in the morning. It was great. I love it. So, Rusty, if you're out there, give me a, give me a, hey, hey. Okay. Are you going to really take us out this time? (laughs) I was trying. We just went like 10 minutes over nothing. (laughs) If you're still listening. (laughs) If you're still listening, we're leaving now. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. You got to take us out, Ryan. Oh, that's me leaving. Oh, never mind. Uh, thanks for being on the show, everybody. <laughs> we'll leave it with the hashtag be good, do good. 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 That's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.